0: Our eyes upon the cross and run to him who showed great love and blood for you blood Today in our readings we see
1: an emphasis upon how in the book of Wisdom there's an emphasis on death and how death came into the world and we hear in our psalm, God has rescued us, and for this reason we praise Him. So there's this theme throughout, and then in our second reading it speaks about how it says, For you know the gracious act of our Lord Jesus Christ, for how He was rich, and for your sake He became poor. And then as we just heard in our Gospel, this whole idea of Christ healing the woman with the hemorrhage, and then He's raising the little girl to life. So, we had this theme throughout the readings today. In the book of Wisdom, it begins with, God did not make death. That's a powerful statement for all of us. Because I think it's at the moments of death where we are most tempted to back away from God. Where we are most confounded or confused or at times can't quite put two and two together. We, we have a hard time with death. And I would say, amen, you should, because it's not meant to be. God didn't create us with the intention of dying. And so it is a human tragedy. It does confound the human heart. It does perplex us. It does frustrate our experience in this life. We weren't created as preachers to live bond to each other in love, and then to be ripped apart by the tragedy of death. This is not a part of human experience, at least as God originally intended it to be. The human experience was meant to be an experience of giving and receiving love and building a human family and living forever that way in in what we would call paradise, which is the Garden of Eden, where God and humanity were one. But it says here, you know... It, was, it says, By the envy of the devil, death entered the world. And those who belong to his company experience it. By the envy of the devil, death entered the world. What does that mean? Well, misery loves company, right? When you see someone else happy, and you're miserable, <laughs> there's a temptation to not join into their happiness, but want to pull them into your misery. Well, Satan, the accuser, looks at Adam and Eve in the garden and he sees the freedom they have, the joy they have, the life they have. And he can't stand it because he gave it up. He chose to reject it because he wanted to serve himself rather than our Lord. And so, by the envy of the devil, meaning the devil was envious of Adam and Eve, and he attacked them. This is a spiritual warfare dimension. The Satan attacked Adam and Eve. And he wanted to bring them into his company to experience death, to live in death, to live in separation, to live in misery. And so what does he do? He attacks them. And how is his tactic? His tactic is divide and conquer. And so in our lives, when we are experiencing death, and when I say death, I'm speaking in general of everything under that category. Death of a relationship. Death of my physical health, where I start to get ill of some sort. Physically, mentally, emotionally ill. That's an experience of death. You know, death um, to my day when I'm going through my day and I have peace, starts off well, then I lose my peace. That's a death. Any form of loss of life could be under the category of death. So where you're experiencing death is where the enemy is going to attack you. Be very aware, discern, think, be clear in your approach, be sober-minded as believers. Where you find yourself experiencing the attack of the enemy will always be a place where There's been some loss in your life, or you feel some loss. And what is the tactic of the enemy? What he's going to do with you and I is he's going to say, well, if God was real, you wouldn't be experiencing this. If God was real, why would he not cure your loved one? Why are they dead now? Why is your spouse gone you know, see, it starts to experience confusion. We start to tailspin, if you will, into the ground. If we, aren't, if we don't wake up, we start to fall. And so, He's going to attack. He's going to discourage. He's going to try to get you to separate yourselves from God. That's what He does. Divide and conquer. Separate us from God. How do you separate someone from God? You plant lies. Seeds... The father of lies. He plants lies that try to convince us to believe something about God that's not true. you got to discern what you hear. Don't believe everything you hear. You know, especially when you watch the news. For goodness sakes, I hope we all got that by now, right? Please don't believe everything you see on TV. Especially the news. It's, it's scary, but this is how the enemy works. He wants to create death, division, divorce. He's never about being in unity. You know, it says, I praise You, Lord, for You've rescued me. God the Father sends His Son into death to destroy it for us. Jesus enters death. He rescues us from death. And when I say that, I'm speaking ultimately In this life, we experience death and we always will. But we don't have to give in to death. Jesus experienced death, but He didn't let death make His decisions in life. The deaths you go through every day don't have to decide how you live your life. You know, we could if you start dragging your feet and moping around and being self-pity, it's because you're giving in to the temptations of the enemy. Jesus is saying, I entered death, I destroyed it, I conquered it. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, death, where is your victory? You know, what can separate us from the love of God? Nothing. Not even death. Because Jesus even entered into death. And He's with us. We are the body of Christ. Know who you are. You are the body of Christ. When I hold up the Eucharist and say the body of Christ to you, you're saying, Amen. Meaning, I believe. Not just that this is the body of Christ, literally, physically, substantially, the Eucharist, but you're saying, I am the body of Christ. I'm reminding you every weekend when you come up for communion, who you are, the body of Christ. I'm telling you who you are, the body of Christ. You say, Amen, I believe it. If you believe it, then when you experience the tragedies of loss in your life, in your relationships, in your health. You're not going to spin to the ground. You're going to simply say, I'm now on the cross with my Savior. I'm now living the passion. And the Father is going to deliver me. This is what it means to be baptized. It means to be able to enter death as He entered death, because He's the forerunner. He's the one who leads the as the path, if you will. And we, in Jesus, through Jesus, with Jesus, enter death, and we come up out of death into new life, heaven. And so this woman in the Gospel that's hemorrhaging, This woman in the gospel that's hemorrhaging is a symbol, an image of the church. The feminine, the bride. The church is hemorrhaging. The church is hemorrhaging. She needs to be healed. She needs a physician. We are the church. Where are you hemorrhaging in your faith life? Where are you losing blood? Blood is life. Where are you losing life right now in your faith life with your walk with God? You're the church. Jesus wants you to approach Him like the woman approached Him. When you come up to communion, you're you're not just touching the garment of Christ. You're touching Christ. The body of Christ. You're touching Him. You're, You're receiving Him. When you receive, receive in faith. Anyone in here with physical illness, I want you, when you come up, ask for healing. Don't limit God. (laughs) Humanly speaking, death, we will never overcome it. We're not a people of just reason. We're a people of reason and faith. It's reasonable to believe. So I encourage you, when you come up, if you have physical illness, ask Him to heal you. You've got to ask, and you shall receive. Knock, the door will be open. If you have emotional illnesses, um, psychologically or spiritually, which we could all raise our hands, You come up the aisle, ask Him to heal you. You're going to touch God. You're touching God. Ask Him to heal you. Just ask in faith like the woman. And you might be surprised that that, that your loss of life dries up. I guarantee this. He's going to heal you in some way. He might not heal you physically, but He might give you a peace that you don't understand. He'll, He'll give you some sort of healing. God's always going to heal. It's just how He wants to heal and the way He wants to heal and the kind of healing that He thinks is best for you. Perhaps He needs you to carry that cross because some soul is on the journey to destruction and by your accepting the cross, Jesus will take that soul off the road of destruction and put him on the road of life. He needs us sometimes to carry the cross for those who have lost their faith. So unite your sufferings to Him. Come up. Ask him to heal you where you're hemorrhaging. And then what happens? Little girl, I say to you, arise. That's the new church. The little girl is the new church. He's waking up his bride. He's waking up the child within you all. The child is a believer. Little children believe. They're so free. They believe. And I say Jesus is here to the second graders. They don't have a problem. They just are like, they believe. And so when you come up, let the Lord raise up the little child in you that, that, that wants to believe with a childlike heart. And it's through that faith, in the midst of your hemorrhaging or bleeding, that you start to feel the deliverance from evil, the freedom from death, fear, loss. You are the body of Christ. You are the victors because Christ has conquered death for you and for I. That's why people come to church, because we want to know the hope of the resurrection. So church, arise. Wake up. You aren't who the world tells you are. You are children of the living God. You are the bride of Christ. You are alive in Christ.
0: Christ is risen from the dead, trampling over deaths by death. Come awake, come awake, come and rise up from the grave Christ is risen from the dead, we are one with Him again Come awake, come awake, come and rise up from the grave Scheme of hell, no scoffers crack. Is risen from the dead. We are one with sin again. Come awake, come awake, come and rise up from the grave. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, hell, where is your victory? Oh, church, come stand.